0: of E! Podcast. My name is Noah. And my name is Gavin. And we're the Blanchard Brothers and we are back once again uh, pre-Oscar weekend. Yes. Uh, we came up with some stuff to talk about though, right? Mm-hmm. I, I know you know, we're eagerly anticipating that on Sunday, but been watching a ton of stuff so we'll do a little what we've been watching. Yeah, because I got a I, ton
1: from last time yeah. that I didn't get to. Uh,
0: so that'll be our movie arc section. We are currently, by the way, in the midst of a severe thunderstorm. We are
1: riding the storm out.
0: Yes, uh, you might, you might be picking up. Riding the storm out. Yeah, you, you have to intro be...
1: with that, dude. No? Pro- no REO no wagon? You can mm. take it on the run, it's fine.
0: <laughs> we'll find something else. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, you're probably hearing a little bit of that in the background. I don't know if this is even going to be salvageable afterwards, but we're just going to go with it. And if it's releasable It's releasable If it's not You didn't hear it so Or it's Patreon fodder for, As they say Possibly uh, I don't know So apologies in advance For the raging storm We're in uh, Charleston, South Carolina Right now I have like 20 mile per hour winds Which doesn't sound that crazy But walking around in it Earlier today And driving my car back On the several bridges In Charleston oh, A yeah. little dicey A little, little, little dicey little dicey So uh a huge thank you to you for making the drive down here
1: oh i love it dude <laughs> every time i'm i feel like i'm flirting about... with disaster
0: heading yeah. down the road mm-hmm. yeah you know, traveling down the, traveling down down the road flirting. excuse me
1: actually every time i do that i feel like dusty and twister just blaring some uh some deep purple some child in time oh
0: yeah yeah
1: there's like no words in that so it's like song. definitely
0: twister vibes right now uh Anyways, we're going to try to not let that distract us. It, it is distracting me at the moment. Hopefully, it's not distracting the listener. Hopefully not. Condenser mics. Condenser mics. What are you going to do? Okay. Uh, we, we saw a movie together. We're way late on this. Yes. We plan to do a full-on review. We can maybe just, like, I mean, people have seen it at this point. It's number one we, three weeks in a row, dude. It's amazing. We yes. saw Bad Boys for Life together with our mutual friend, Mr. Brendan Riley, as well. And I feel like we all walked out on cloud nine. I mean. Yeah. It it delivered, man. I did. 120%. I, we talked about our worries going in just with the release date. It's been so long. Can they recapture the magic? Well, guess what? They did.
1: $296 million yes. on a $90 million budget. That ain't bad. And uh, they
0: they brought it. They brought they, they brought some heart to the table, Dude, yeah. which I didn't see coming, but totally worked on me as a fan of this franchise and those actors in particular. Um, so I assume a lot more people have seen it at this point. We could go into a whole spoiler-filled review. We got a lot of shit to get to. Yeah. We will just say, I like, I loved it. If we're if Fun we're cool ranking thing. them right now for me, it's like neck and neck with the first one. Yeah, nothing just, nothing is ever gonna touch the bad shit masterpiece that bad is Bad Boys, boys Two. But. Uh, this was a welcome return to the franchise, and it seems like we know we're getting four. Gotta be, and it. You know, I am. I'm here for it. Me too. I am here for it. It's you know what it is. The it's one like, god.
1: It no. It's like somebody, somebody finally woke up and was like, "Wait a minute. You mean, Vin Diesel wasn't in the second or the third movie, but he came back to the fourth one, and somehow that man has nine. Like this is the ninth one. We can do that. I mean." We're not, this is even about cars It's just about us
0: it is very much the the fast and furious vacation of bad boys but man I I'm again I'm here for it yeah uh the one other main thing I do want to shout out gee is this whoa <laughs> <laughs> dude it's like we're on an arc <laughs> we are dude <laughs> yeah forty seven. breathing the, the storm to discuss
1: C. bad boys for life yes
0: <laughs> oh it's calming down a little bit. There we go. Okay. Don't you have like a the God's
1: one... ear? Can't you get this shit stopped for like 30 minutes or no, something? No,
0: contrary to popular belief. Okay. I, Noah Blanchard, did not. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. At least not yet. I mean, now's say. a good time to
1: find out. You could go outside and just throw your fist up.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, last thing I want to say the main thing I want to shout out about that movie Martin fucking Lawrence. Dude. Please come back. Like, be in. Can we put him in more things again? Can we? I, I mean, Can, I, like, he he was the glue that held that movie together. Yeah. And there is, I, I will still hold off on major spoiler, but because I know some people still maybe, if you're on the fence, go. Oh my yes. God. You're not going to see a better like new movie in 22. Right now. Yes. Right now. Best movie of the year. Yeah. Best movie of the year. So far. Anyways. But there is... A very meaningful, shocking death. Oh yeah! In this movie, that I mean, I it was one of those I turned to you in the theater and I was mm-hmm. just like, "This is really happening! Oh yeah. my god!" And the fact that I again, they know the level of fan investment for anybody who's going to show up for this movie in particular after all this time. And it feels like it was just tailor made for us. I could not have been more pleased with what we got, basically. And, it, and, it, and as a jumping off point for what seems like it's going to be a new run of movies, and they're going to happen closer together. We're not going to have to wait, you know. Yeah. And, and I think it's perfectly curtailed
1: by one of something that we mentioned talking to each other right after words. But my uh, my little task cam uh, recorder died. But it's almost as if it was perfectly handed off of these two new these Belgian guys by Michael Bay himself by making a cameo for like two seconds as like the quintessential Miami MC like wedding host. And they
0: do the, they do the shot. They They do the wraparound, the the uh Bay shot on Bay. Yep.
1: And I I just like, as soon as that happened, I was like, I don't give a fuck what happens in this movie. This was worth it. I'm on board. It could, it could kill everybody at the end. I don't care. There's
0: a lot of great metatextual self-aware stuff of like, we know it's the third one. We know we know what we're up against, yeah. basically. And, like, we still got it at the end of the yeah. day. And, again, it had the laughs. Of course. But it had, it had the heart. It softened the edges because Bad Boys 2, which I adore, it's a pretty mean-spirited, like, Overall, movie in general. Yeah. And, like, the tone of it. But, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. And it's a masterpiece of its of its kind.
1: I would say this, uh, dude, the
0: last like 30
1: minutes, that giant gun battle in Cuba. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite action scenes of all time. Like oh, I will fast forward the movie does, just when to they watch go, that. When
0: they go down there and initially I'm like, it's going to be the two of them against a whole army. Oh yeah. I'm like, and I'm also getting a little bit of Miami vice vibes just because of them like walking into the favelas. Oh and yeah. Stuff. And then when it's like, no, actually ammo's here and we're going to all team up. Cause like, that's the way forward. I was like, this is actually really cool yeah. totally on board now everybody this. gets I a just, chance to shine yes
1: Vanessa Hudgens I said afterwards had no idea that that was even her in this movie it's amazing yeah so <laughs> I that hats off the story's perfect I mean you know giving it's, you what it gives you with Mike Lowry that was never well, there
0: it again it follows the screen three rules of a trilogy yes it's all about going back, back to, to the, the first original. one something that you assumed was <laughs> mm-hmm. true and finding out that it's not yeah.
1: actually true yes or yeah you find yourself dealing with a trilogy for now but not not hopefully not
0: i mean for lit, too long. literally we got the the setup for four oh yeah in the end which is which is also complicated again given uh, we're staying somewhat spoiler free it doesn't matter go see it if you haven't seen it already um we, we we loved it endorsed by the blanchard brothers the bay boys yes we we sign off on the non bay third entry in the series we give
1: it the arc of e seal of approval
0: for sure okay uh i don't know if we have any other shared like recent watches i've got a few i can shot. i mean i've got a laundry list here it looks like you do too yeah uh so if we're staying in the on aboard the movie arc while the seas have calmed down hopefully the storm is passing hopefully um i i got a couple one I feel like you may have seen already. Okay. Did you catch up with Terminator Dark Fate? Yes. Okay.
1: Did you rent it, and did you watch I, it when I, I bo- rented it? I red boxed
0: it, and oh, I God. wanted to say, in the future, when you rent things, just give me a heads up, because I'm not always on Prime. Sometimes okay. I'm over on Netflix. Sometimes oh. I'm hanging out over on Hulu. What about Occas- Disney Plus? Occasionally, at this point, now that Mando is done with.
1: Oh, dude, I have the Loki one coming out. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait. Oh god. Okay. Oh yeah, because then that means you so, didn't see the Zombie Land Devil Tap then.
0: I did. Again, red Box. Oh it. it <laughs> tell me when you do these things. Because, right. it, yeah. These are usually dangerous. like 12,
1: 12 o'clock late night decisions that I just decided. Well, you
0: have most of them for 48 hours. So, like, okay, literally help a brother out. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll do from now on. All right. Just a friendly heads up.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get. Let me get to these two. Can we. You, go, dark Fate, you, what did you think? Oh, um, How'd you feel? I enjoyed the you shit really, out of well, it. I was going
0: to say, you totally diverted. I was like, oh, did he hate it? Like, I forgot we were
1: talking about that. I thought you, know, you were shaming me, so I felt bad. I, wanted to no, I wasn't shaming. I, just, I wanted to talk about fucking fun. Dark Fate. What did you think? I loved it. I thought it was great. Where do you think it sits? Definitely above three, not as good as two. I mean, obviously. <laughs>
0: So you're going with the three slot overall? I would do the, yeah, I mean... After one viewing, I'm inclined to agree with you. But I will say this. I remember, and I feel like you were on board with that, I remember enjoying Rise of the Machines oh, at the yeah. time. Uh-huh. I know, maybe it hasn't, in comparison, I feel like it's aged well Now, I never saw general y Or used to call it Genesis. I, I, I never, never saw it. I skipped it, because Salvation was... I had a tough go with
1: that. See that's the thing man I enjoyed Salvation Because that's what I wanted That's what I wanted For three I get it okay It's back in time And all that Give me the future dude The best parts of one and two Are the fucking future scenes Seeing that hellish landscape That uh, I, humanity I
0: wouldn't say They're the best
1: part They're my favorite parts Excuse me Like the opening Is of two With like Connor in the incre- eye
0: Incredible stuff yes. Iconic stuff I agree yeah. But Okay so we go to Dark Fate, which is essentially, let's take the best parts of one and two, fuse them together, soup it up. Here's my c- critiques. Mm-hmm. A little too much CGI. Yeah. It gets a little ridiculous. But is, t- is that it, Tim it, Miller? Part of that's, that's, that's part of that's Tim Miller's. Yeah. what I'm saying. And I, I think it works in what he did with Deadpool. Yeah. But I don't know if I... I think it go, it just goes a little, a little overboard where I'm like... Okay, maybe maybe dial it back. I know I know this is the sixth movie. Like you got to add to the spectacle. You do something, yeah. I get it, but there's also, uh, you know, you're going back to the roots in so many ways that it's like maybe dialing it back a little bit, going with like I'm gonna invest the money in practical effects and like doing some some crazier shit, but on a smaller scale. Yeah, maybe you know I don't know. But I, I understand it. I What'd get it. Would you think
1: of CGI Arnold from Two that comes back in the in like well, the first five minutes? That's what I was better gonna, than That's what Salvation, I was gonna right? say.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Well, yeah, of course, much better yeah, than Salvation. But that opening, spoiler alert, if you have not seen it, the opening where it's essentially, hey, this could be like a month or two after Two ends. Essentially, yeah,
1: essentially,
0: yeah. I was like, how do they do this? I literally, that is the best. De aging, yes. okay, and I know it's I know it's literally just digital recreation is what I actually read. but They just use photo reference and everything, mm-hmm. but I was like, the body double they used for him is perfect. The hell did they do this? That, that mind blowing stuff. Yes. And so to have that level of care up front, when it gets to some of the more wonky stuff yeah. in the back half, is where it, and it's a little over long. A little bit, yeah. And I think does struggle with what it's balancing, which is bringing... I mean, the the draw, ostensibly, for, from the fan base is you, you have Sarah Connor herself. You have Linda Hamilton actually back in the role. Yes. This is huge. And we also knew you also have Arnie back in some incarnate... Because you're sitting there going like, well, he can't be... The T-800 we know from He's Judgment did, Day. Of course not. It's like, so how's that going to work? Immediate question. But you're excited. It's like you got the two of them back together. Okay. And for the record, when you get to those moments between them and like. It, it, it captures a little bit of the magic. It gets back to it where I was just like. She hated this is the entire part of the I'm just like, this. this is never going to be. T2. I mean, T2 is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, one of, like, the five best action movies ever made. One five of the best, best sci-fi, sci-fi movie. action yep. movies ever made. Just Time
1: uh, travel movies ever made. Yes. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah.
0: One of the best movies of the 1990s. Yeah. We, we could put it on a bazillion list. Oh, yeah. Absolutely adore it. It's the first R-rated movie I ever saw. It's always held a special a special place in my heart. I love it. I love it so much. Terminator um, 2. Terminator <laughs> <Turn-amator> 2. Terminator <laughs> 2. I could not say Terminator for like the first eight Saving or nine years, years of my life, life somewhere.
1: In Terminator, yes. Do 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 do.
0: Judgment Day. I going to watch Judgment Day. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Can't let you take the man's wheel. Oh, I so. love that. They have a callback to the the music cue that's playing in there. Yes. In it. yeah, a lot of nice touches. Mm-hmm. But I think it. Uh, what I was gonna say is, I think it struggles with trying to balance her coming back into it, but also. We're giving you a new character. I love Mackenzie Davis in it, oh my God, dude. but then also, here's the new John Connor figure, mm-hmm. and I feel like as a result they all get a little bit shortchanged. But in particular, the person who spoiler alert is meant to be kind of like the next savior of humanity. Yeah, the one they're trying to save and protect this whole time. So, narratively, I had I was like. You know, it's trying to do a little too much. I wish it hadn't been maybe as ambitious. Like, hey, like, you know, you have a good core idea here of bringing her back into it. and I Mm -hmm. liked the setup of it, but it it gets a little long in the tooth. I don't know. But again, when you get her and Arnie back on screen together and the dynamic they have established at that point, there's there's some gold in there. Oh, yeah. And the action set pieces, for the most part, pretty, like, it's a great spectacle like it's enjoyable it's just a little too much cg at the end of the day for me but i'm i'm sitting right there with you and i'm like it's you know it's it's probably the third best yeah i mean third just, or fourth for sure i don't yeah. i mean it's the, it's a huge improvement over what we've got in here's the last like decade if, you, from if, if you the if
1: if you put tim miller in charge of what we got with genesis and the idea of that I feel like it's a it's a way better movie because the idea of, like, the whole Kyle Reese thing is, like, all blown to shit. It's not what you thought. It's a complete revamp of, like, what you thought you knew of this franchise based on the fact that, like, by the time that Reese would come back to, like, do what he's got to do, it's all changed based on, like, this one incident happens with J- Jason Clark in the opening that, like, completely changes everything and so the oh i'm gonna go back and like i'm I'm in this clothing store and it's like oh no she's gonna come and rescue him because like however time's gotten messed up she knows everything the t800 from you know whatever has just been around you know helping her this entire time that's a neat idea and i i mean you know amelia clark's amelia clark i think she did all right in it not really a big fan of John Courtney as Kyle Reese. He's great in everything else he does. I just don't buy him as Kyle Reese. Honestly, he's I don't. Great in everything else. Yeah, dude. Have you not seen Jack Reacher?
0: I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I've I'm seen the first th- one. I'm I haven't seen what. Else I haven't in. seen. He just never really go nice back or, or like, whatever it is.
1: You got to listen to him talk to.
0: Him, uh, my favorite Jack Courtney performance is "What Hot American Summer" ten yeah. years later, where he is. Um, oh my god, I forget his name. Die Hard. look Good day to
1: Die Hard. Terrible movie. He's good, the though. worst of the franchise. Oh, it is worse, yeah. But, I mean, I buy him as, like, you know, John Connor's kid. Or, not John Connor, <laughs> John McClane's kid.
0: Fair enough. Okay. Um, you mentioned Zombieland Double Tap. Yes. I don't really have much to say about it other than it was fun to, like, spend time with those characters again. To me, it was perfect, I didn't, like, reinvent the wheel. Yes. But it, it's, it scratched enough of an itch in terms of, like, I mean, if you want to compare it to, like, Bad Boys 3, something that's coming back to a franchise that's, like... You know, basically we should have gotten this movie like a year or two after the original one. I don't know why it never happened. See, there was going to be a Zombieland TV series at one point, And it does feel like one of those things where it's just kind of like a kind of like warmed over version of the first one where mm-hmm. they don't add too much to it. But it's like, but I like, I like Zombieland. I like the vibe and the tone of it. So I enjoyed this. I would probably rewatch again, but yeah. I wasn't like, I wasn't bowled over by it. And I certainly by no means thought it was like as fun and imaginative as the first one was when we saw it. Yeah. But the m- movie is also acknowledging that the zombie trend is kind of dead.
1: But yeah. he's reading the walking dead, it's like completely unrealistic it would never happen. I'm like, that's perfect, man. That's all I care about. But the, I don't know what I meant to say, What I was going to say is like doing that the way they did it. When you're talking about bad boys, I feel like, the Bad Boys franchise, they just knew, like, we got this. We can come back to it whenever. And I feel like a lot of them have talked about how, like, we all just kind of made Zombieland in 2009 and we didn't think anything of it. Because that's the first pairing of, like, that duo that goes on to do Deadpool and these other things. And that's kind of like their first foray into features. And it's like, they got Woody Harrelson's a big name at the time. It's right before True Detective starts, if I'm not mistaken. Or right maybe right after it I can't remember when it actually came out. I don't know where it is. Emma Stone hadn't way, guess, jumped Mastone. off at of that point. Jesse Eisenberg had not done Social Network yet, so like, That's, but he's done something already to be still kind of be in the in the know. And of I course, every, that was
0: post Social Network, but maybe I'm mistaken. I
1: think it was 2009. Social I think you're right. No, so, you're, you're correct about Zombieland. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was one of those where like they just kind of made it and they weren't invested.
0: Like, oh wow, people
1: love this. This is our thing. It was like they made it and they just went on. Mm. And it's like, oh shit, this is still here. Well, we're all free. We can all get back together and do it, and it, it does it is self-referential. It doesn't try to do anything too big. It's serviceable, like you said. But I mean, that's all I really wanted from it, and I enjoy, I mean, I enjoyed it. It wasn't anything. I loved the pairing of the two, like Luke yeah, Wilson no, and I the was, other guy. Yeah, no, I was
0: not down on it at all. No, and that's one of the better action yeah. sequences too. The kind of Warner, you know, faked wonder that they do. Yeah, um, and I did love the ending with with Murray and everything. it was great. I
1: almost married you. <laughs> what? Murrayings
0: when you Oh, just, them. yeah, just the, the, adding Rosario in general. Oh, I yeah. was like, I mean, yeah, who's no. going to be bad at that? No. Never. Um, okay. What, what else? What else you got? I mean, I got, I, go go go. Go. I got a, I got a big one, but, uh. What's your other big one? Well, I saw 1917, which yeah. I hadn't, so as you yet. Yet. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you do have to make your best picture prediction, though, by the end of this episode, okay. just for the record. Gotcha. Um. Smart Money would be probably on that movie. Okay. Unfortunately. Um, okay. My my big one that I just caught up with two nights ago. Doctor Sleep.
1: Oh, okay. Have you seen
0: Doctor Sleep no, yet? No, I need to. I
1: don't need to you tell know, you when I, missed I read it, it this
0: I, You know, I missed it in theaters.
1: Yeah?
0: I did want to see it. Shockingly I did want to see it You know how I feel about The Shining mm-hmm. You know how much I revere it Yes But Mike Flanagan The director had me intrigued Always on board for Ewan McGregor I'm always what? here for him He's one of my boys He's he just always is He's
1: in Out tonight
0: Yeah Out tonight Gotta go check it out Probably Yeah Most likely
1: I'm probably gonna catch it tomorrow or Sunday I don't know
0: Yeah So I go in that because and I, and I it was really like rough at the box office for it I remember that and reviews were kind of mixed I remember that as well hmm so I go in pretty much with my arms crossed as expected and I was I was by the end man I didn't excuse me not by the end it's two and a half hours right right about an hour and a half in I literally just say out loud to myself that like this is I'm really enjoying this. Like, this is really great. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm surprised I like this as much as I did. Because in the, in the early goings of it, which Veronica watched like the first half hour maybe before she had to go to bed, I was a little like, what's going on here? I don't know. By the time the like the proper narrative of where this is all going kicks in, I was just... You You got to see it. I don't want to say anything. Yeah,
1: yeah, no. I'm gonna, I definitely want to watch it.
0: It's great. Okay. You might say... I I slept on Dr. Sleep, you might say. Okay. You might be someone that would say that.
1: Okay. I slept on Dr. Sleep.
0: Okay. Uh, That's my big one that I would advocate for. If anybody was on the fence or hasn't checked it out, and apparently there's a three hour director's cut, I'm I'm buying it like immediately because I am (laughs) going to rewatch this movie incessantly. It is not The Shining by any means, but what it is is pretty incredible. In retrospect, it might have crept onto my top ten last okay. year. Oh, that's, I, that's a big. Statement. I loved Doctor Sleep. Okay. I really did.
1: That's a glowing. I, I, it I, is I, not
0: just, The Shining. I want to be clear. <laughs>
1: I, I didn't think it would be. I mean, I knew the book. I never read the book, but I knew what it was. I was like, okay, the, that's the way that he
0: navigates, adapting that book, and reconciling it with the Kubrick iconography and what we all, as a populist, know as that ver, you know, the movie, movie version of, movie of, of the, the story, Shining, yeah. and reconciling it with. The sequel to the novel, mm-hmm. the way that he does that is about as flawless as I think anybody could possibly do, to the point where I'm like, that should, I know it would technically be an adapted screenplay, of course, but that that could have crept in at the Oscars, in my mind, for what he did with it. Hmm. And I believe it's written by Flanagan as well, written and directed by him, or adapted by him. It's good shit. You need to watch Doctor <laughs> Sleep so we can talk about it. Definitely. Okay. Um, I I watched Toy Story four. It was good. It's the fourth best Toy Story movie. It's yeah. still really really good. Um, and it I guess it kind of goes without saying, but I'm just sitting watching it, kind of dumbfounded, where I'm like, some of these visuals, man, like the level of. Realism at this point with some of the environments, mm-hmm. and it's just like we—if you look at the first Toy Story, like, you know, it's a little rough around the edges these days. It's yeah. it's pretty timeless, but it's still like, yeah. And then I'm just some of it. My my jaw was just on the floor. And you got Key and Peele in there. Oh, Tony Hale was forky. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's on. I think it's on Disney Disney Plus. It yeah.
1: should be, yeah. I need to go
0: check it out. Um, yeah. What 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 do you want to throw at me, man? Keep um, it going. Good Keep time. It going. You finally watched it.
1: Yeah, I messaged you.
0: Oh yeah, you sent me the uh, the credits rolling, and yeah. you said that you if I'd I never, ever I would never put you in this situation. If I situation, was ever trapped in Rikers, you would. Yeah, I would never be the one to put do you do there. But out. I would
1: I would run through the city all night to get your bail money. If well, you I appreciate that.
0: So what you what did you think of your first After Brothers oh my movie? God, dude
1: so many fuck you know that movie and i said this to somebody else and they thought i was fucking terrible like i was crazy but that movie cited it for me fucking rob pattinson is an amazing actor i mean
0: yeah that's like
1: like he is like who where did that kid come from i mean he's he's been that's the thing he's fucking been there dude since harry potter he's been there and everybody slept on him because he took that role in them damn vampire (laughs) movies and he has, he did it and that was it. And, and he he's has done so much, systematically, like, torn sh- that yes, of, yes, exactly. It's like, did I show you, I need to, maybe, I need to the show first, you this. I, think I will just say this.
0: It. The first time I started to take a turn on him, what, what are you showing me? Sorry, I'm reading. Just read, on a, read this. On a, me,
1: yeah, just read it. Just see what it
0: says. Read it aloud yeah, for the audience. Yeah, read it to yourself. It
1: doesn't matter. It doesn't, do whatever you <sighs> this want. This is a great
0: show. podcast. You, got, mm-hmm. you can talk while I'm doing this.
1: Yeah, no, me? I mean, I just, I, I never, I mean, this follows it up because after the, uh, after Good Time, I watched The Lighthouse and I was like, of course, this fucking seals the deal for me, you know, like.
0: Yeah, no, you're reading me a thing about Daniel Radcliffe and Elijah Wood, both people who basically don't have to work and have committed their careers to doing interesting weird shit that they want to do mm-hmm. and After like being
1: faces of these giant franchises 100 and i think you could i think you could throw pattinson in there pattinson
0: well. and Kristen stewart yes same people who have gone out of their ways to work with interesting smart international directors mm-hmm. directors of all walks of life smaller films and helped get shit made because, again, they don't have to ever work again if they don't want to. Mm-hmm. So all they've chosen to do, instead of taking more and more paycheck movies just for the hell of it, just to throw it into the bank account, they're putting their money where their mouth is essentially and, like, I'm, I am I want to make art with this. I did this big thing that I maybe wasn't that proud of, but I'm going to make good on it from an artistic standpoint, mm-hmm. by committing to doing, like, cool shit, off-the-wall shit. And, yes, 100%. The first time I started to take a turn on him was Cosmopolis. The, I um, need to see that still. The Cronenberg movie. Yeah. And I was like, eh, maybe I, maybe I, because initially when he cast him in that, I was like, Yeah, I remember what? there I being like, a thing about what that. The? I was like, Because it was the fresh hell? off of, like, remember me, Twilight was done. Remember, me had come out. It was fresh off that, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Twilight wasn't done because you forget Twilight ran for like seven or eight years. Oh shit! Yeah, never mind. Yeah, I mean there was he was doing stuff in the midst of it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that that drug on for a while. Yeah. Two parts for the finale, mm-hmm. if you recall. Almost Breaking it, it, Dawn. Just, almost if I, if, if would, I remember.
1: If it wouldn't die. Yes.
0: Okay. Uh. So. Good time. Did we say all of that to say, what did you think of Good
1: Time? I fucking loved it dude it i think like, you would i you, i kind of wish
0: we had seen it in theaters together I wish, because you,
1: i we maybe have not said this but like i know i went into it when we talked about near dark i fucking love night movies just about the night and it's like all that shit happens to him and i love it how his eventual end is just a. That's it. It's, it's, not, it's not a huge thing. It's seen from an overhead point of view, and that's it. It's nothing to do with him. And you've been in his face the entire night, and you've seen him go through everything to just try and get his brother out of prison because he put his brother there. And, like, it's just, it's nothing. And the end, with the brother going where he should be, I was fucking crying, dude. Yeah. Fucking crying, man. Yeah. That shit was just so... And is it is that Leonard Cohen? That's playing.
0: No, that's an original song for the movie, uh, featuring Iggy Pop.
1: That's who it is. I knew the voice. I couldn't tell if it was Iggy Pop, or, but I knew it was somebody important. And I it's was like, Iggy Pop
0: basically the... doing Lou Reed, basically doing like spoken word, yes. like Lou Reed that's, style, that's which Iggy Pop has done in his career. Yeah, you know what I mean. That shit, um,
1: fucking the the piano, that shit killed it, dude. I was just, I was. And done. that
0: score is by one oh Tricks Point Never, which I believe the the main brain behind that is Daniel Lopatin who did the score for Uncut Gems. I think it's all consistent across gotcha. that and heaven knows what. Yeah, dude, I don't even... But you, you should, I, I was going to say, but as soon The fucking score as, is
1: amazing. Like, the music is fucking
0: dope. I was going to say, but I'm so glad because now, like, you, you're you going to be even more excited to go into Uncut Gems, yes. and I can't wait to see what what you think. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you like Good Time. The uh, it is streaming on Prime to remind people yes. if you have not seen it. Great movie.
1: Um, The Lighthouse, watch that.
0: okay. Double patents and double features.
1: Yeah, dude, I got our pats on the brain, man. It was, it was. Why did? They, why is nobody talking about that for anything? I, I mean,
0: they got a cinematography. Not there. It has a a lot of fans online. A lot of you know. And what did that guy do really before dying. this? The witch. The witch. That's the right. vitch, Yeah. Um. That dude. Yeah, Robert Eggers.
1: People should just give him money. I mean, to do whatever he wants. I think
0: he's. I think he's going to be all right. I, I think so. he and Ari Aster are going to continue to like push horror forward into interesting places even though Ari Aster says he's not making a horror movie next time out but I can't wait to see what he does next regardless. Yeah. Uh, Eggers I think is firmly like he's probably going to continue to make these crazy period pieces mm-hmm. that are like incredibly well researched and bizarre and weird as hell. Willem Dafoe. That is the that is one of the biggest snubs of the year to me is that he did not get nominated for supporting actor. Absolutely insane that monologue that like 7 or 8 minutes about, about
1: his fucking food and his cooking and, oh all right fine i like it He's like fine whatever. Fancy <laughs> me lobster <laughs> yeah um the visuals is yeah
0: i haven't is, i haven't revisited yet i i can't wait to but i will definitely t- i mean in the theater pretty much i mean knock my socks off in terms of, I was just like, where's this going? I have no idea. I didn't quite know what to like make of it overall, but I, it was an experience yes. and it was one of those that I was just like, I was just so blown away by the performances, the look like everything. Just um, the
1: unsettling sound of that horn or whatever it is that's going off. Yeah. That every now and then, and the, just the noise. Fantastic, fantastic
0: sound oh God, design. Dude. And yeah, no, I, I think it could have been up for way more technicals, even though it's the type of movie that's like, I would never see it even creeping into Best Picture. The fact that it even got a cinematography nod is amazing. But I I would love to live in a world where the Oscars was, like, The Lighthouse and Midsommar competing at the same level that all these other movies are because they should be, as far as I'm concerned. I hate that they're relegated into, like, oh, that's this weird art horror weird... It's still horror. It's still a dirty word. You still can't nominate it. Like... I just I I don't get it because like again, Midsummer cinematography. Like you're gonna tell me it's not one of the Except five best looking movies of of 2019? Yeah. That's
1: insane. Uh, uh, what else I got? I got um.
0: You did a lot of catching up,
1: brother. John so Wick Parabellum. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fuck yeah. This is basically, I guess, a, a part two to our. But this, I guess, this is part three. Of our year-end wrap-up. Well, these,
1: these three, The Lighthouse, Good Time, Gavin and Parabellum, catches, I saw before I think Bad the
0: subtitle Boys. for this episode is Gavin Catches Up with... Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Catching Up know. with Gavin. Catching Up with
1: Gavin. And while I'm mentioning John Wick 3, I want to mention, because um, it's kind of around the same same vein,
0: Hotel Artemis? I didn't watch it, You so give it a shot at some point.
1: I think it's kind of neat, dude. What's his <laughs> face from... Uh, it's not Lakeith Stanfield. Brian Tyree Henry from uh, Atlanta. N- well, I was gonna say, isn't he Chris Darden in the OJ thing on FX? He plays DA no, Darden. that's Sterling
0: K. Brown, but he is also in Hotel Artemis. They what are both he? in it. What? What? Sterling K.
1: Brown is
0: who you just asked about.
1: He's got the he's the old, he, the brother. Okay, yeah, I know who you're talking about because <laughs> the, they're the two brothers. They get whatever. Dave Batista, always a pleasure. Jodie Foster, like, <laughs> fucking Jeff Goldblum. Are you
0: kidding me, dude? I did not know Goldblum was in it. Oh. All the other ones I knew about. I didn't know about Goldblum. Okay. He's the surprise king our, of, like... Okay, a, a, yeah. okay. I'll give it a shot. Who cares? What did you think of Parabellum? Uh, can you, As if I need to ask,
1: but... Can you can you give me... Uh, can, you, can you just go ahead and give me the trailer for four, for fuck's sake?
0: We'll get to it. Yeah. You know, but our, you know, our childhood boy, man. Our... I felt, dude... This is gonna... That, sa- people are gonna be like, what? the fuck are you talking about our bruce lee Yeah. as far as we were concerned as little kids we were like this is the next bruce lee we were like double Dragon." we don't see it as kids we don't get we don't get the full scope of like performance and everything we're just like he's fucking bad only the strong dude only the fucking
1: strong. only the strong which you found in the bottom of that box that I got you for Christmas. Yeah. I made sure I buried sure it. I
0: still haven't rewatched it yet, oh, but
1: um, you gotta let me know if there's anything on that. An movie absolute
0: day. classic, for, yes. like literally. If we did like a, I was gonna say if we did a top ten of our childhood favorites or whatever, but it, uh, literally, if we had a Mount Rushmore of just kid, like it's not a kid martial art movie. That's no, the it's other not. thing. Is it's like it's totally hard. It's Miami
1: and, like, '90s drugs. Like it's it's, it's up basically there. Dangerous Minds with Capoeira,
0: right? Or the substitute with capoeira. Nutty, or, he's not even a teacher,
1: dude. He's just a—he's just like a PE. Like a yeah,
0: because it's an extracurricular thing, thing yeah. that Kerrigan has they, to least vouch for. We scraped the
1: bottom of the barrel to get these kids. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic. Anybody, listen, This is how I judge somebody. If they start talking about martial arts movies and like, oh yeah, this isn't this, this. First, first key is if they say anything about Steven Seagal, they can go to hell. Second key is if I mention only the strong, and they're like, what's that? I'm like. Bye. Go. <laughs> go the fuck on. You don't know martial arts movies if you haven't seen Only the Strong.
0: Okay. Anyways. To finally getting his due. Yes. Getting treated as, like, one of the most badass guys to ever, planet, to ever do it. Goes yes. toe-to-toe with John Wick. But my favorite element of the whole movie, he kind of, he kind of loves John Wick. <laughs> like, yeah, that's he the He really best likes part. him. I love that everybody... The two see. guys... were the two guys that fought him. From the raid. And... What? literally I, I, this is another excuse me another one of my favorite things from behind the scenes apparently this literally came from keanu mm-hmm. okay maybe him and chad stahowski collectively but the reason that he does not kill those two is out of respect basically yes. Yes. because it's like these are the only other guys that are doing this level of shit
1: mm-hmm. and
0: i the whole time i'm watching it i'm like that's what it's in conversation with to me this whole franchise has been in conversation with the raid and the raid to Barrndahl and it's been a tete and we haven't gotten we didn't get to the third raid yet supposedly it's still coming but those are the ones that's what's one upping each other at yeah. this point for me in terms of like so, martial arts movie mastery so and we, what you can do we, those we are the Reese movies in the conversation gauntlet, with and each we gotta other.
1: wait for the raid. And then we'll get the response from Wick after the Raid 3 drops.
0: Supposedly.
1: But it's like an East Coast, West Coast beef. Game. Yes,
0: literally. The, the reason he does not take them down, though, is out of respect for, like, those are the only other guys doing shit at this caliber of, like, what, it's just. Uh,
1: for a split second, dude. It's mind-blowing.
0: That's why the only person left for him to fight in 4 is Ego Uwais. The lead, I mean, the lead of the Raid. Yeah. The lead, what was that, Wu Assassins? Yeah. I never finished it. But, you know. Yeah, I got it. The lead the. of Woo Assassins. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. got... That's got to be his main adversary. Got to To me in the fourth one. I don't know who else it is. Well, like... Who are you going to bring in? After the Costco's, where do you go? <laughs> Seriously.
1: Thomas Ian e. Griffin. Oh, God. Terry Silver
0: himself. If they... Then then I feel like they would be fully inside our brains. <laughs> yes. Because I remember just seeing the trailer for it, and I was like, is that Mark D'Costco's? With okay. a shaved head? And then seeing more trailers and being like, I think he's in this a good bit. I'm like, and I'm looking at the billing on IMDb and I'm like, he's like f- fourth or fifth bill. Like, yeah. th- I'm like, I think he's in a good bit of this movie. And then sitting down to watch it and being like, oh, he's that dude. Okay. Oh, dude, Mr. Zero, I'm like, holy shit. And they introduce him as a chef with a bunch of cats, as the iron fucking chef, <laughs> dude. Yes. I, oh. I could not have been more pleased. But back... And we haven't even talked about Halle Berry and the dogs. And fuck, Halle Berry all... was in
1: that. Holy shit!
0: Yeah, that's Halle... a whole little like. Let's just go off and hang out with yeah. Halle... Halle Berry for a forty-five minute glorious like action set piece with dogs and with Braun from Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, is that who he goes to to like that? That's the leader of it all. That like reinstates him. I don't think he's the.
0: No no no. Braun was the guy who he shot. He shot one of the Yeah, dogs. yeah, yeah he yeah. shot
1: him. Yeah, I know that. I'm talking about who is the guy that the guy that. That he, is
0: the torturer from uh, Three Kings. That's thing I mean, he's been in a billion movies. I can't. Terrible that I don't know his name. His I don't know his name, But, yes, he's, but he's, he's. I mean, ripped- he's been acting for like, fucking two and a half, two and a half decades. Yeah, more. he have been there for a while.
1: Yeah. Those two dudes, though, real quick. I was gonna tell you for a split second. When they were fighting, I had this thing in my brain. I'm like, I know it's not these two, but in my head, I thought they were like Huey and Lewis from Double Dragon for like two seconds. I mean, spiritually, they the are. The way they looked, the way they were fighting, I was like, we've
0: talked they... about that. I mean, yeah. those are the two of the greatest stunt coordinators of all time, yes. teaming up in that movie, which is like a great meta joke and everything. But yeah, I mean, in my head, they are the like modern equivalent of. I'm Huey talking and like, Lewis.
1: I looked at them and thought, are these guys still alive? Yeah. Oh shit, are they. What? They did it twice in this
0: movie? Definitely has that vibe. Yeah. But, uh, I recently picked up Parabellum on Blu-ray. Uh haven't rewatched it yet, but I also picked up Same Day Parasite, my favorite movie of last year, which I rewatched
1: it, it, when Terminator and there was like a week where they were all buy, now they're all like all rent,
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: haven't rented Parasite because I haven't been able to give it the devotion it needs to sit down and watch it with subtitles, but that's the next I, thing I'm going to watch. I mean, I just say you I just
0: you got to watch it before Sunday I, is all I'm going to say. Yeah. I stand by my prediction. I really, really hope it pulls off a miracle. Okay,
1: um, another one. <laughs> I got. Just let me run through these real quick. No, and go, pick go it up. for it, um, man. House of Jack built.
0: I finally got to oh, it. Okay.
1: Fucking bad shit. Loved it. Crazy. Is that
0: your first Lars Von True? No, no, no,
1: I've seen others, but this is like me trying to explain this to people. I was like, "Do not." I told like I was telling somebody I was watching this, and they're like, "Oh, what's that about?" I'm like, "Nothing." Like what is it? It's on. It's on. Show. Oh, is it on Prime? It's through Showtime. Yeah. What is it? Don't watch it. Just don't. Because it was a girl I was talking. To. I was like, don't. Yeah. Just don't. You're not gonna like. I, please don't. Yeah.
0: No. It is. It's. It's tough, made It is really not fucking a, tough not unlike most large von Trier movies, but it's it's a tough movie to sit there and say like, yeah, I really liked it, but. I did really like Me it. Me too. I thought it was incredibly well made. The premise is and
1: perfect when you figure out what's going on. The, I mean, yes. The literally
0: walking but to the, hell. The tone of everything and the way it's presented to you. I understand anybody who wants to turn that movie off after 15 minutes, but it is so compelling and it yes. is moment to moment. One of the most just like, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Movies that I'd seen in a long fucking time. And Matt Dillon just going for broke. I hadn't seen him really like go to those places in a long time. He used to be Since like Crash. One, he's <laughs> he, Sorry. I mean, as much as people like to shit talk it, to be honest, I'm not going well, def- to sit here and def- I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to sit here and defend Crash or anything. But I do think he is I do think he is good in that movie. Oh, no, even given like the the complications of the character and all that stuff. But I, he's one of those guys when I first got into, like, I'm gonna watch, like, fucking serious movies and shit. Like, Drugstore Cowboy. Stuff, like, you know. Um, what's the one in the small town where all the kids revolt? Oh, my God. Great movie. Oh, my God, it's skipping my small mind. Small
1: town where all the kids revolt? Why it's I don't so this? good. Ah. Small town where all the kids revolt. Matt Dillon. Is that Over the Edge? Um... Now I'm trying to think yep. of
0: one. Over the Edge, 1979, a group of bored teenagers rebel against authority in the community of New Granada after the death of one of their own. Weird. Never heard of it. Great fucking movie. Hmm. Go check it out. Um, It's rentable on Prime right now.
1: What other big... Wasn't he in something big, though? Like, big, big.
0: I mean, Outsiders? That, um, no, no, I'm talking
1: like recently. Like, I would have known him from besides...
0: Oh, I don't think he's had, like, a big studio release in a, in a while that I can think of. Anyways, it was nice to see him again. Yes, incredibly fucked up movie, but, and not for everybody. No. But I, yeah, great. I, I thought it was great, honestly.
1: Um, Last night I watched Prisoners.
0: First timer for that as well. Yeah. Bruh, what,
1: what else has that guy done?
0: Sicario?
1: That's right, that is that dude.
0: Blade Runner 2049? Yes. Arrival? There was a Boudon He's boat. making Dune, which comes out later this year. Okay.
1: Hello. Was, was that his first? Dune?
0: No, prisoners is not his first.
1: Oh, what was his first? I, I don't
0: know. I haven't gone back to the like the early career, the foreign language films. Oh, okay. Um gotcha. Incendies I think was the first one he got big for, but I think that's even like his second or third movie. Um yeah, I've never I've never backtracked him honestly. But.
1: Wayward Pines. That's what I'm thinking about, Dylan. Porter. Oh yeah,
0: the series. Sorry, I know I, I, no, Go I forgot about. I that. didn't mean to. <laughs> Wayward Pines. But, yeah, we're not on the work. TV arc yet. So uh, any any other big ones you want to hit? Um, honestly, okay. Uh, I do want to shout out real quick a a weird little indie that's available on Hulu right now. It came out last year, uh, just recently. Like, checked it out. It's called Greener Grass. Hmm plot is pretty much indescribable i just want to say watch the trailer it is one of the strangest comedies i've seen in a long time but i thoroughly enjoyed it if you're a fan of like david lynchian type humor specifically Hmm. i think you'd dig it if you're a fan of like tim and eric eric andre like i i don't know it's it's absurdist but played straight and it is very surreal um Beck Bennett from SNL is in it, Okay, a couple other people. The lead two actresses are also the writers and I believe the directors as well. I I had not seen anything from them. It's on Hulu, greener grass. Check out the trailer. Weird, crazy ride. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's not like, you know, I'm not shouting it from the rooftops, but it's one of those. There's certain people where I would be like, you, you got to watch this movie. Okay. I think you might enjoy it I don't know though Okay. Um, I'm gonna stop excuse me I got one more there's a movie that I believe opens this weekend or next weekend called Downhill mm-hmm. Will Ferrell Julia Louis Dreyfus is the remake of a movie called Force Majeure from 2014 I believe one of those that when it came out I heard like amazing things about it it's like dude, it's one of the best movies of the year, blah, 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 just never, never got to it, but always had it in the back of the head, I was like, you check that out, and this was finally the impetus, I was like, I don't know that I'm going to go see this new movie, but just the fact that they are doing an American remake of it now, let me finally sit down and watch this thing that I had heard great things about, basic plot, family on vacation in Sweden, they're skiing at a resort, they're having breakfast, okay, A can a controlled avalanche starts, okay, but it it keeps coming, and they it, it looks like they they might die. It's a family, two young children, fairly young couple, like thirties or so, and the dad just straight up fucking bails, <laughs> like <laughs> Jesus just grabs his phone and runs. Well, it's it's not it is still a controlled avalanche. It's not a huge thing. Snow clears within like a few minutes or whatever, and then the rest of the movie is basically the like, in our time of crisis, like when we thought (laughs) you were gonna we were gonna die, you fucking ran away from us. (laughs) Oh my god! That's where the movie starts essentially. (laughs) And that's Will Ferrell.
1: I guess is gonna play the father.
0: Well, that yes, and I watched the I had not watched the trailer or anything. I watched the movie, which is available on Hulu right now, and. I was like, okay, I gotta see the trailer. I gotta see like how they're gonna approach this because it is so much a comedy of like manners and social awkwardness and everything. In the in and it's it is in Swedish, but it is also parts of it are in English as well. Giants hmm. Giantsbane is a supporting character, by the way, doing some just naturalistic acting. Everybody is absolutely incredible. In I gotta it. watch performances this movie now. are amazing. Um, force, What's his real name? Force Majeure. His real name? Oh, I have no fucking idea. Every
1: place is going to call Storm it Storm and Giants Bay Giants Bay. For the rest
0: of his life. And I'm sure he's fine with it. He has the exact same beard yeah, um, in this movie. Please text me um, the name of
1: this movie. I have to
0: find force it.
1: Force Majeure. I'm going to have to watch it this weekend on Hulu.
0: I Again, it's one of those I just, love, like, you, you know, the reason you heard amazing things about it is because it was pretty fucking great. <laughs> like, you'd, well, I'm kicking myself for waiting this long. But, uh, yeah. That's pretty much where I'll stop. Okay. There's a bunch of rewatches in there, but who cares? Yeah.
1: Okay. So um, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. You put Kyle Chandler in anything, it's going to be gold. I fucking loved it. Don't tell me it was stupid. I loved it. Kyle Chandler. I literally
0: have seen it on multiple lists. It's one of the worst movies of the years, but I'm glad you got some enjoyment out of it. I haven't seen it. Kyle Chandler. Not going to. Listen. I'll hold out for Godzilla vs. Kong, directed by... Michael Mann. <laughs> Adam Wingard.
1: Oh, whoa. Hello. Yeah. Seriously, dude, though. Like, Kyle Chandler. He kills it.
0: It's perfect. Okay. You're talking about one of the human actors? Yes. In a Gojira movie? Yeah. Oh, I don't care. This okay. is the whole issue with the other one. Everybody's like, dude, Cranston's amazing it. <laughs> He's so great. He's dead. Cranston, Aaron Taylor minutes. Johnson, and their amazing, like, father-son chemistry. No, that's bullshit. And then they fucking, I, I'm sitting in the theater, and I was like, you fucking no. bait-and-switch motherfuckers. It <sighs> was like, every trailer, Cranston, Cranston, Cranston. And then he they come off in like the first 30 minutes, unceremoniously, no. for the most part, and I'm just like, alright, you're telling me there's, there's an hour and 45 minutes <laughs> left of this shit? No, O'Shea and, t- and now I'm Jr. left with fucking Aaron Taylor-Johnson.
1: O'Shea, O'Shea Jackson Jr. is in this movie. Okay? All right. What more do you need? You got the Hand of the King. You got Kyle Chandler. Wait,
0: which Hand of the King? The, were, a couple different Hand of the Kings at different points in time.
1: The the OG, the bad guy from uh, Last uh, Action Hero, whatever his name is. Charles Dance? Yes.
0: Are you told him that this movie's got a, a little... A little dancing with the D, yeah. <laughs> a little little D dance in mm-hmm. there. Ooh, we got. I do got to come up with a better Charles dance reference. I was struggling there. Yeah. Think on it, listeners. Okay. Write us, Gmail.com. What's your best Charles dance joke?
1: <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, I saw that. Are you telling
0: me Charlie was dancing all over this movie? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, Charlie D was dancing all over this movie. Okay. All right. Um, and then, of course. Come on, Dude, his, You
0: can't just throw your hands up and expect name? me he's to know what you're talking Batman, about. I don't Batman, know, Batman.
1: This what is his name? Ken Watanabe. Come on, man. Okay. You got to do it for Kenny Wu. Come on, or Kenny. Wong. He was in the previous one. I'm yes, he state. was. Same, same character. Okay, Still good.
0: Again, call me when Kong shows up. Because okay. Kong Skull Island, good fucking time. Great fucking time. Love the thing. first Godzilla and this one. Not, they
1: mention care. that Kong is like part of this whole deal. I know. It's great. So that's why
0: I'm waiting for them to get together. <laughs> Got it. Okay. I watch Glass. Then we, then we can then we can go to the theater. We can take bets on who's <laughs> going to win. Because you know it's going to be one of those things where they just like they both beat the shit out of each other in equal measure.
1: And then something at, else bigger comes along. They have to team up against. And
0: it's like freeze frame on the giant thing that they're going to have to fight in the next movie.
1: Yeah, because Godzilla can't go on land for that long. <laughs> Right, I don't, I don't know how this works anyway, for that long. What that, I don't know, because he need to draw He's his a reptile power baby. He can he can
0: chill on land
1: if he wants to. kung can't go in the water. That's it. Sorry.
0: Oh yeah, I don't think he likes water. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
1: I watched the Hellboy with David Har- uh, Harbor. <sighs>
0: How was that? It was You're all gonna right. T- okay, finally we get to what <laughs> <laughs> the I mean... Yeah, was- even I, even I listen, can't vouch for this one.
1: Lamila Jovovich, of it all, I was happy to see her again in something that wasn't Resident Evil. It's all right. I Were, like- you,
0: were you double-checking to see if her husband directed it then?
1: <laughs> I was hoping he had. like, okay, this Don't you feel like
0: sense? him and Neil Marshall are probably like buddies, though? <laughs> I'm willing they to seem be- like they're in the same... They, probably, they like- travel in the same circles.
1: <laughs> they might have maybe swapped wives or like... I wasn't going to there the, to but you the, know. to the mix every now and then they seem like those kind of guys they're close enough um, okay i listen i liked the way he looked and moved i loved ian mcshane i just feel like you're never going to get over ron Perlman. and like but that was half of the reason why i wanted to watch it because what harbor was trying to do i enjoyed his performance just trying to like do something different I think the whole thing I got caught up in and being relatively close to, like, what people loved as, like, the, the Del the del Toro Hellboy movies. Like, you were never going to get, if they had not done a third, if they did a third one with Perlman and that was it, I feel like then you could move on to another one. But when you give somebody two and they're really good and you don't get that closure from, like, a third ending, the next guy that come along and do something, you're, you're just, you're not going to show up for it. And I hate it because... I I really I, mean, I love David Harbor,
0: you know. I, I know,
1: but like, and what he was doing was good. But in the context of everything, it was like, okay, you're trying to add in these like other thematic elements of like King Arthur and like Alice in Wonderland, all this different like mythical book stuff. I can appreciate it, but it was okay. I'm glad I didn't see it in theaters, but I am still glad that I got to see it on HBO. So it was okay. Okay, I watch Glass. Amazing. I can't, I can't. I hate it. I hate the ending. I hated the fucking ending. Oh, I hated that ending. Put the balls on it, right? Put the fucking balls <laughs> on M. Night Shyamalan, dude. If anybody is going to contest that, dude, that guy has the okay. biggest fucking giant balls.
0: spoiler alert yes. for Glass. hmm Giant spoiler alert. Turn this off if you even give a shit. Yes. Presumably you would have already seen it at this point. Yeah. Just, I'm going to. Crush, Mister Glass. I've got to shoot, split, whatever the hell we're calling him. The You're the horde, neutralize the beast, the horde, the beast, yeah. whatever. And then I'm gonna drown Bruce Willis this in a fucking, fucking puddle. A
1: I fucking man, like a pothole puddle. Like
0: I again, I told you this before you watched it. Mm-hmm. This movie, it was like he made it just for me. I yeah. was like, it had all the everything I wanted to see from like okay so what what's David Dunn been up to like the son's helping him the son is his like Robin essentially yes. or like Oracle I guess or he could be um, just like his dad maybe the fact that they get to the conversation with him and the beast like within the first like 15 20 minutes of the movie and yeah. you're like where's this going yeah where's it going I don't know and then it they he teases you he's like Oh, yeah, there's this new building opening up and we're going to go have a big old superhero fight there and everything. And you're just like, that doesn't feel very M. Night Shyamalan. And then he ends the fucking movie in a parking lot. And I just...
1: No, he ends the fucking movie in a fucking bus station. Subway, transit, bus station.
0: Well, no. The climax, excuse me, is in the parking lot of a mental institution. It really
1: isn't even a mental institution. It's a front for these people who take out superheroes. Because
0: they don't want anybody to be special. Nobody's allowed to be special. Sarah Paulson does not want anybody to be special.
1: I've given that bitch so many fucking chances and stuff, dude. I can't handle her anymore. She's lost it. She couldn't put OJ away, and now she's done this. I can't deal with her anymore. gotta eye- show me something. Great actress though. Oh my I, I hope I just wanted to be clear perfect.
0: that you're you know, no the character you're, you're having a little fun. fun. No, I I, yeah. uh,
1: you no, know, she's amazing. I would never. Say yeah,
0: that no, either. dude. But the second they cut to like them all like having the meeting in the public bar or whatever, like I was just like, dude, this is like. This is right up my alley. Like, yes, please make it like even more crazy and more complicated than it could possibly be. Please twist everything in on itself. But the, again, the balls to just like, it's done. I'm not making another yes, one of that's these. My like, that's my the brilliant. I wanted part to of make it. I wanted to make a secret trilogy. I did it. And this is how I'm ending it. Like, it's the most anti-comic book thing in the world to do right now. And he just fucking kills all of his characters. I loved it. I loved it so much. Yes. Also, Sam Jackson. Bruh. Just, I love that he's... The whole movie, you're like, why the fuck is this shit called Glass? What is... I'm like, I'm feeling bad for him. I'm like, dude, like, what? this is supposed to be Elijah's movie, right? Like, what the hell is going on? And then just... When minutes, it when it, like, it turns on, I'm like, all right, all right, <laughs> let's get comfortable. <laughs> Here this we go. Good. And then, of course, you have McAvoy just acting up a storm. And you also have my biggest question mark going into it was: Is Willis gonna? Is he gonna come to play? Is he gonna be dialed in? Is he gonna be, you know, there for it? Or is he gonna be phoning in? Is he just thing? gonna cop out and he, just not do a hundred percent? Hundred percent. Is he I'm gonna, gonna to cop in out? In is he going to? We'll and just
1: call it that from now on. That's what he exactly. so Just come out. That's it. He,
0: not at all, man. No, he he always shows thing, up for M. Night, and, the thing, and it just, I, it was glorious. The
1: tiniest little piece that I fucking loved was that, like, oh, yeah, of course. Fucking Kevin's dad was on that train, too. Why would he not be? Oh, of course. Fucking brilliant, dude. Of course. Like, I mean, I kind of think low-key that M. Night's just, like, he's kind of had it all this time. And he's been selectively fucking up so that we don't remember that he does have it. Yeah, And it, this is just Again, a way to show us. I, I feel
0: like this gets mentioned everywhere with his recent output, but bottom line, he put that shit out himself. He paid for that movie by himself. Yes. So if you don't like it, it's okay. Nobody's hurting. Nobody's giving him money to make this garbage, as you may see it. He is doing exactly what the fuck he wants to do. And, and he's who else his can own say that? money to do
1: it. Who else can say that in Hollywood? Like, very, honestly. very
0: few people. Um, I cannot wait to see what he does next. I thought Glass was an absolutely glorious end to a trilogy that I didn't know that I was ever going to get. And I am all- The, the trilogy you
1: didn't know you one. wanted?
0: Oh, no. I knew I wanted it. I just didn't. I, again, I can't describe the the end of Split in the theater with Mom. He spent $20 million dollars on that
1: movie yeah. and made $247 million. With very, that dude's smart, man. Like- all the shit people gave him for not doing what they wanted him to do, I can I can appreciate him even more now. He's got it together. All right, okay. Um, the Jeez. last.
0: This is a long, ah, yeah, dude. List. I promise you. All right, okay.
1: so. All right, just real quick, I had to because it was there. Fucking Aliens was on, so I watched it, and then I was like, "Well, three available now." Fucking hate three still, and then I was like, "Well, the first special edition's on. I gotta watch that." So I watched them like two, three, one of Aliens. Uh, I've introduced a friend of mine to Walk Hard. Still holds up. And uh, watch Magic Mike to go to sleep one night. But the last one I want to talk to you about is a little movie called Low Tide. You ever heard of it? You ever seen it? I've
0: heard the title. Yeah,
1: it's on Prime. It's free. It's pretty good. It's set in the uh, like the late seventies, eighties summer. It's uh, two brothers. Their dad like they're on like the uh, New England shore kind of area. Not the Jersey shore, but like maybe like where the Hamptons are, or whatever. Dad's away on like a fishing boat. Okay. And uh, it's over the summer. The they kind of break into houses and shit. Well, they found out this old man dies. They go to his house and they the two brothers find this like this thing of coins and it's like worth about ninety grand. But there's like a really crazy like psycho leader of this gang that like kind of finds out what they're doing and shit. Got a lot of mud aspects to it in terms of like they got a you know like boys on a boat growing up kind of deal. But more of a gang. There's a little bit more of a gang thing to it.
0: Have you ever seen Undertow? No. Dermot Mulrooney, Josh Lucas, a young Jamie Bell, if I'm not mistaken. And I forget the other actor directed by Mr. David Gordon Green. Oh shit. Um, and it is basically the single father raising two boys. The mother has died. I forget or run off one Mm -hmm. of the two very low income, very poor, uh, all of a sudden, his his crazy brother shows up, his criminal ex-convict brother, and he's looking for something. So there's elements of, like, Night of the Hunter baked uh-huh. into it. It's kind of like a, mo- like, it's like if you took Night of the Hunter, mixed it with a little bit of Tom Sawyer, but put, like, a modern spin on it at the same time. Um Really good movie, but I literally thought you were describing Undertow for the first (laughs) like little bit of that with the coins and everything because there's like a fortune stash at the house, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Haven't seen that movie in years, but
1: and this could be somebody copy of that. But the kicker, the local cop in this movie that's like kind of like making sure that you know he's figuring out what's going on with these break ins, just take a guess. We love him, we both love him, Texas guy. Okay.
0: Lucas Black I don't know no who what are we talking about Shea Wiggum oh okay yeah
1: the wigs is in it dude he's the cop their dad is like 96 there's not even a father role but it's I have to show you the two kids but in watching that it showed me this thing with the a, a kid
0: You're to, tell me this movie's wigging out this
1: movie is wigging <laughs> out low tide is wigging <laughs> out son um, Shea Wiggum all over this thing <laughs> The kid that's like the menacing kid—he looks like a cross between like if you took Emil Hirsch and River Phoenix and they had a child, it would be this like menacing kid. But it's like his daddy's a rich lawyer. I don't know. It's crazy.
0: Okay, low tide.
1: Low tide. Check it out. Okay, but it sent me to this other movie with your boy Timothy Chalamet. Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Uh, who said he's my boy? I don't know. You mentioned him on the last I, one
0: because I knew how to say his name correctly. <laughs> Timothy chalamet chalamet
1: with i, chalamet, I started watching chalamet if you will
0: that's uh you know <laughs> well yeah.
1: i watched i started watching this summer movie about like him and in selling drugs weed with some hot summer it. nights that's it i gotta yep. finish it dude okay was it good i haven't seen it okay never mind i'll watch it myself i'll finish it myself <laughs> okay do it in post
0: do that let me know how it is
1: so should i go to my tv up and watch it now jesus talk about the outsider
0: we can talk about The Outsider. Why don't we take a little musical interlude. Um, what do I want to play? What have I been listening to lately? Um, you ever heard of uh, Cocteau Twins? Cocteau?
1: Like the French, French playwright? playwright? Nine. Nine, after, after my, my two favorite body parts.
0: <laughs> um, exactly. Mm. Um, Cocteau Twins. No. Uh, l- mid-80s, I guess a little bit into the 90s. I forget where they're from. Are you talking
1: about the Thompson twins?
0: No. No no no. Um, but I'm gonna play a song called Cherry Colored Phone. And we'll listen to that for a little bit and then we'll come back and we'll hop aboard the TV. I enjoyed that little interlude uh, from the Cocktoe Twins, or excuse me, just Cocteau Twins. Not There's no the at the front of the title of the band. Oh. Um, and that's a perfect segue into the TV arc, because uh, one of my favorite movies is becoming a TV show, and it, it starts in like a week. It's called High Fidelity. Oh! It's going to be on Hulu. Oh, shit. I'm very excited.
1: I feel like I'm missing out not going <clears> on Hulu as much as I should.
0: You should check it out. Uh, I've always, like, still one of my top five all-time favorite movies. Yes. I, I I'm see aware the of the joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, it is. I think it's probably, like, my third or fourth. It's up there.
1: It's an amazing novel. I'll give it that.
0: Agreed. Uh, Anyways, turning into a show for Hulu. And they're, they're, they're flipping it, you know. They're modernizing it. you got to change things up. Zoe Kravitz is the owner of the record store. Robin. Is that her name? I'm, I'm hoping so. If she's not be. named Robin and her and they're referring to her as Rob, I kind of am just like you guys fucked up from the get go. I can't invest in this show. No. Uh, I assume as much. I haven't looked at the cast listing, but they do have a trailer out. I'm very intrigued. Very intrigued. Looks funny. Looks good. Like you know, it's modern. Uh, I'm, I'm down for it. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna start watching. It. I don't know if it's a week to week thing, but. Drops on Valentine's Day, as does the real bros of Simi Valley. Season three coming to Facebook Watch. One of the best comedy programs in recent memory. Season two, flat out ten out of ten for me. We didn't. I didn't put it on a list last year because it's one of those weird ones where it technically started at the tail end of 2018 and finished its run Mm in 2019. I think in like February. So uh, yeah, I didn't know quite where it would sit, but that season was a flat a masterpiece as far as I was concerned. Season three looks to be even better. <laughs> um, we are we got Christopher McDonald last season um, as Dunk's oh, yeah. dad. Oh yeah. And okay. then this season just in the trailer, Jay Trader Sakar is showing up at some point. Christopher McDonald's back feuding with his son dunk serve i can't steve um,
1: I i didn't sell out i bought it um
0: pete davidson
1: you know no, if you're into that
0: he's davidson. gonna be in this uh and then i think some other crazy cameos but it looks good man i don't know zan's gonna ask molly to marry him like <laughs> see. bryce is gonna try to become a lawyer apparently i don't know wade has a new girlfriend so i'm excited to see how that plays out <laughs> um can't wait to hang out with my bros again for another season. That show is incredible. It's on Facebook. You have it. You don't have to pay for it. It's not another app, guys. Just go on Facebook, type in Real Bros, See Me Valley, and start watching it because it's amazing. (laughs) And you may still have to go back to YouTube to watch the first season. Okay. I forget. I don't know if they've converted them over or what, but technically, season two was the start of it being on Facebook Watch because it originated as a YouTube web series. Um, yeah, Real Bros of Simi Valley coming back. So those are those are on the horizon. Those are things I'm excited for. I mentioned previous the last time you and I spoke that I had started Succession. Mm-hmm. I have now finished Succession. I finished Succession in like six days because I oh my God. The second I was just like, oh, I really like the show, it immediately became one of those where I was just like, just just put it in my eyeballs like as quickly as possible. I, I need more and more. And as soon as I finished it, of course I was like, so season three is like how many months away? Maybe I should just start rewatching this incredible show, fantastic dialogue. Just some of the best, like, just burns since mm-hmm. probably I guess like Mad Men is the last time I felt like so satisfied by just like intelligent people and in this case like some really dumb fucking people as well who think they're really smart, um just just putting each other down and just like the debauchery of being rich and disgusting and like <laughs> it just I I hate all of these characters and I love to watch everything they do at the same time yeah Karen Culkin is. Incredible, if you're a Kieran Culkin fan. Um, Jeremy Strong, kind of a discovery for me. I've never really seen him in anything. He's the lead. Um,
1: Hey, he was in that uh, Matt... McConaughey movie.
0: He's in The Gentleman, yes. The Guy Ritchie movie that just came out. No, I meant
1: the other one. Serenity. He's also
0: in that. Yep. He is. I was this close to going to
1: See The Gentleman the other night, dude, because it was on a club, and I was like, fucking Guy Ritchie? I knew this was coming.
0: No, that was the next one. And like, after we saw Bad Boys for Life, I was like, well, logically, the next step is we go See The Gentleman, because that's Guy Ritchie trying to get back to his roots, and like, it's been a while, and can he do it? And like, the cast looks good, and the trailers look good, but I don't know. And then I heard really mixed things about it, but I also was. The kind of things i was hearing about it i was like oh so i'm gonna love this right yeah i'm, gonna I'm fucking just love like it. Yeah, yeah okay uh i guess rock and roll was the last time out with like the what we think of as a guy richie movie yeah. before he basically was just doing sherlock and, no. <laughs> and king arthur no i'm just like he no, kind of got trapped I, I in I like king big arthur. didn't see it
1: people didn't show up for but i didn't I'd see aladdin it. either
0: did you watch aladdin
1: did he do aladdin yeah See, Guy Ritchie directed how, Aladdin? That's how anonymous He's it is. It. That's
0: what I'm saying. You had no idea he directed that, You're right? fucking
1: with me, dude. Don't lie to me.
0: Fucking look it up right uh, now. Geez. Yes, Guy Ritchie directed that Aladdin movie from last year. Did he year. owe
1: somebody money or a favor? Like, what the he hell? Has,
0: he and Madonna have kids together. I assume that's what I can.
1: Get, all right, I can get behind that. Like, you could do something that you want your they
0: kids They do. With. They have, like, two kids, right? Yeah. From their marriage, I mm-hmm. assume.
1: It was that time where she, like, developed a British accent for no reason. Being from New York and all. I remember that. Uh, Swept away. <laughs> I forgot about swept away.
0: <laughs> it was the movie of that summer, man. I'm sure it was. Really made an impression on me. Wow. Never seen swept away to be clear. <laughs> Never seen it. What are you are you just truly mind blown that Aladdin, he directed dude? it? Whoa. I told you. How did how revolver. how do we do this? Yeah, revolver was the like, oh, I went one step too far and trying to like just do my thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then Rock and roll was the like, hey, no, I still got it, I got it, don't worry about it.
1: I'm gonna take a break for a minute because I'm gonna do Sherlock, and then Sherlock Two. Yeah, and I'm gonna take a little bit more of a break. Maybe a Kids Growing Up. I'm gonna do The Man from Uncle, which I watched.
0: Still have not seen. That is on my it's, like.
1: That's really. I don't if you catch if up you, with that if at if some point,
0: I've never seen the original TV show. Okay, but Arnold re- Hammer. You do realize that we're on the TV arc now? You
1: did, you, you realize you just told me that he directed Aladdin, <laughs>
0: yeah, and I, I just
1: cannot believe that. And of course he has this movie called Cash Truck I don't know what the hell that's about That's upcoming? Yeah Okay Look at the cast
0: I I can't see it from here
1: Number one on the call sheet Jason Statham Followed by Scott Eastwood
0: Okay Cool
1: And that's about all the people in there that I always care about
0: Awesome Yeah All right. TV Mm -hmm. The only current thing I'm watching Is The Outsider on HBO Are you up to date? Yeah. Okay, so we're talking up to and including episode five. And we're yes. talking spoilers, I guess. So if you're not watching The Outsider, maybe now's the time where you turn off the episode. You know, we'll give you a second to do that if you want to. If you haven't already. If you're still here. How, how are you feeling? What do you, I mean.
1: I'm terrified. Okay. After that last, dude, that last fucking episode, I could not get to sleep later. I shit you not, dude.
0: What really got to you in that one? The the, the encounter not, with the encounter Ralph's with wife or that, that was that was pretty unsettling. That
1: was it's just it's not it's not it's not scary. It's not like you don't see <laughs> Listen, what violence have you seen on screen that is so unspeakable besides the shooting of Terry Maitland?
0: Nothing. Nothing. No, it's the, all from the, the outside. Exactly. Yeah.
1: The same way True Detective is a lot and uh, what did I talk about? Uh, Mindhunter is a lot of aftermath, but just that, that hood figure and her getting up and stepping on the glass, and him talking, and the way he talks and what he's saying, and how she's just like, "Yeah, this happened, dude." Like uh, the vo-
0: the voice is what did it so for me. So pregnant, yes, the
1: voice. Yeah. But he hears it, and like Mendelsohn's like, "Wait, so what? Somebody was in the house? What the fuck?" And she's like, "That's not important, dude. Like he told you to stop doing this, right?" And like. For her to be like, yeah, who cares? Someone was in here. Who cares? The dude told you to fucking stop. Or we're both going to die. Like, that's what she keys in on. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing? And the, the woman playing the the woman on the, uh, what's her name?
0: Cynthia in- Revo is the actress. Yes. Holly Gibney.
1: Holly, yes. I love her portrayal as someone who is like, got it. The, the find, find the words. She's on the spectrum, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love
0: it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's very good.
1: Story. I don't think we've seen a female in that role since. You've maybe seen like Bad the Times Bridge. of the O'Reilly, correct? Yes, I have. Yeah, she was great in that.
0: She. I mean, I've I've yet to see any. I've heard Harriet is just kind of whatever, and people are kind of surprised that she was nominated. But everything I have seen her in, including Widows, I guess. This, I need to watch that. I saw that yeah. pop up on HBO. I gotta um, yeah, watch that. Yeah, she continues to kind of blow my mind. So, no, I'm enjoying her as well. The one thing I'm feeling, and this is not, I'm not like, I'm not trying to rain on your parade. I'm not like trying to take it into a downer territory. I'm I'm a little weary of the fact that we're just now halfway through. Not excited. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Where I'm already, I'm kind of like, where's... Where is this going? Because I feel like we should be ramping towards an endgame right now. Like mm-hmm. episode eight, theoretically. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if it's...
1: How many episodes do we have now? What is this, number five?
0: This was five.
1: So the next one will be six, seven. So we have three more left.
0: No. We have five more left. It's ten episodes. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Is I'm very much like, is this going to go on too long? Do we is, get- it, are there, is there too much to reveal is it going to get too twisty? Is it going to double back on itself? Like where I, I feel Are like we going to have an
1: episode seven of a Netflix flashback. that has nothing to do to move the story for, but it there to make it a full 10. Kind I'm kind
0: of thing. Cu- I'm, I am curious because I do feel a little bit like I, I do like the pace of episodes, mm-hmm. but in the grand scheme of things, it is kind of incredible. The amount of plot and how much motion there is to it. Just in the first, like, Fifteen minutes of the pilot, yeah, relative, and the way that they're cross-cutting between—he's already been arrested. We're showing you the build-up to that decision, all of that stuff, and they haven't really gone as nuts with the editing throughout the season. Mm-hmm. But it's just—I don't want to say it feels wheel-spinny right now. I just—I feel like we simultaneously should be further along in the story right now, or what conclusion we're building to, but the fact that we are, like, it seems like we kind of know what it is. It's just going to be a means of, like, everybody getting on the same page, mm-hmm. basically. She's got to convince them, which it seems like that's what the next episode is. is basically her trying to, like, you guys need to buy into this shit, presenting all of her evidence. So, I'm all I'm saying is I'm a little... I'm a little weary of the 10 episode run and I'm a little bit like why isn't it just eight like you know Hmm. True Detective felt very comfortable with like that's the link we need for the story we're going to tell and 10 You know, Watchmen where it's like that felt like that could have been 10 or 12 or 13 episodes and it probably would have been incredible but it's nine oddly. And so the simple fact that this one is ten leads me to believe, like they clearly, they know what they're doing. Obviously, they need ten episodes; otherwise, they just would have made it a little shorter. Because HBO doesn't have like strict rules, apparently. I don't know.
1: Maybe that's it. Maybe what it's they need like to you, fill. You but, launched new show last year, True Detective eight, Watchmen in the fall nine, new show in January ten. Know. Next one, we'll, we'll get eleven.
0: <laughs> Possibly, I don't Who know. Knows? But so I'm still totally on board and enjoying it. I, if anything, I'm just like. Just don't don't fuck it up. Like I don't want it to go off the rails or get weird or whatever. And I feel like again, five episodes is a lot of time for something to go wrong in a bad way. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, I'm I'm still thoroughly enjoying it. I'm engaged. Un- unlike your true detectives, if you will, though, can't really. It's it's not a who who did it. Like let me figure out the mystery. It's just like it is this thing. We want to understand more about like how it works, I guess.
1: And see that shit, that that's been how far reaching
0: it it is and everything. But that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, I don't think you can really like theory craft on that. The way people like to do online where they're like, I'm going to figure it out before the show reveals it. I'm like, well, there's also the book already. It's an adaptation of that, but just like, yeah. So I'm just, I'm interested to see where it goes. And also the, when things start to truly like butt heads between the, very grounded reality of the show yeah. and the supernatural. So Because
1: that's the thing I that that is the one thing I would worry about because it's like we talked about what what were you talking to me about where you were like, oh it oh it's like leftovers. Mm-hmm. You were telling me how leftovers was done in such a way that like everything could be taken as taken as like this it one. N- it way. never
0: never stepped over the line either way. Yeah. Faith or supernatural. like exactly. well, you could consider both supernatural, but it was always Is there a logical explanation for this or is there a more ethereal, divine divine explanation for this? And and it never answered one way or the other. Exactly. Ever. And I think with
1: what we've seen so far, minus with seeing the little bit of like Terry Maitland with the blood on his mouth, the different doppelganger of him or whatever, Mm -hmm. I feel like you can ride that line of like everything you've seen from this thing, the outsider, is all real There is no supernatural element to it. You could even argue that, like, the thing that's happened with dudes, the the cop with his neck and whatnot. Yeah, okay, maybe that's, like, a Mr. Sinister, I'm controlled, whatever, kind of, like, creepy voice dude. Or it could literally just be, like, this guy got bit by something out in the woods, and he's having, like, an allergic reaction. and It's it's fucking with his mind. He got a bad tick bite or something like that. So it's not jumped that whole, like, complete supernatural yet. But it's given you enough to be, like, well, hey, multiple cultures have these things. You know, Germans call it doppelganger. This is, what were you afraid of when you were a kid? All these different things. I would,
0: I I would love for, and again, I don't know where the story goes. I have specifically avoided any descriptions of the novel, but I, I would love a world in which like we get to episodes eight, nine, and 10, and it kind of feels like season two of Twin Peaks or something. And it's just like way the fuck out there. And everybody's on board with just like, all right, we're just going to fucking follow this thing to the end. Like, I don't know. Um. But yeah, so, I mean, it's the most exciting thing on television right now, to me. Yeah, The Outsider HBO Sundays nine o'clock. Nobody's listening if they no. if they aren't watching already. Oh yeah, so they know. there yeah. we go. Um, any other TV you want to talk about,
1: brother? Um, yeah, I uh, I watched uh second season Lost in Space. Okay, enjoyed it.
0: Some Netflix one, correct? Mm-hmm. Any um, any more thoughts on anything you want to share?
1: It's, it, I mean, it's one of those. You. You either. Love, I feel like you love it or you don't. You were in. You were on board for the first season. I, I, yeah, I never board, really but... heard. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: the, never the, really heard. The
1: only. I mean, super
0: positive on. or super negative. And when things kind of go middle of the road on Netflix, I tend to just like skip right over them most mm-hmm. of the time. Never took a chance on it.
1: Oh, you know. Uh, I watched AJ and the Queen. Yeah. With, the whole oh, thing. I fucking loved it. Too. Yeah. I oh, it was so awesome.
0: The trailer was great. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Um, I am almost done with Medical Police. Oh, god, did you watch Medical Police?
1: I've watched like the first three episodes, fucking stupid, ridiculous. I love very it, very enjoyable. I watched uh, the Aaron Hernandez three-parter, I don't know
0: still you have not that. gotten to it. Love to talk I'm with you about it more in the future. Sad.
1: Watch the uh, three-part BBC Dracula miniseries.
0: Okay, okay,
1: the guy they got, dude. I mean, he looks like he Lico. looks
0: like Dracula. What no, 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 I'm saying, like he <laughs> this looks like He looks, looks like if Christopher
1: like Dracula, Bruh, if Christopher Lee and Legosi had a child, it would be this dude. I swear to God, swear to God, Snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that that's bad. That, I mean, yeah, that's the only those only like three. It's only like three outside of the outsider. Um, I want to go back and look at Homecoming because I didn't realize that Homecoming was Ismail's second yeah. show. Somebody was like, "Oh yeah, I'm watching this."
0: He, I'm like, "Oh fuck, yeah." So I, uh, it's very late at the moment, so I have not watched it. Uh, but are you aware of Briar Patch? No, uh, what's that? It's on going to be on USA. Mm-hmm. I believe it's produced by S-Mail, but it's going to be show run by Andy Greenwald, who I know from the Ringer Network. So I basically I've been hearing about the show for like the last year and a half because mm-hmm. he's been in production on it and everything. But it is a like. I think a detective mystery show of some sort with Rosario Dawson as the lead, and there's a bunch of other people. And I believe it's based on a book, if I'm not mistaken. Trailers look good. Is everybody? The premiere. In, the premiere was tonight.
1: The trailer. They're all in frame, right?
0: I'm. What? what That's do you, a joke <laughs> about Mr. Robot. That's is that like every oh, Ismail okay. thing?
1: That no one is ever in the center of a shot, like they should be. Mm-hmm. It's like. Hey, look at Robbie Malik's face down here, but like, here's this giant building behind him, and like, right. what the hell? Or like, here's these two people talking on a street corner, the sprawling landscape, and something happens to them, and I'm not even aware of it because they're not like, they're not traditionally where they should be. And I love that about that show. Like, to the point if anybody makes a parody of it, all you have to do is just put someone slightly left or slightly right of center frame, and you got a funny, you can make a, a really funny parody of Mr. Romo. It's kind of half the reason I was watching Homecoming just to see how that panned out. I went back to Jack Ryan and finished the first season. Hey, Johnny Krasanski. He's, he's.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: He's got Smart Pack and he's hey. uh, got a clicker. and
0: he's, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. What, Super Bowl oh, happened yeah. recently. I guess you, that's TV related if you want I to talk won, about I, any of the ads.
1: Well, yeah, I won $20, so that was cool. All right. Yeah. Oh, hey, Five. Yeah, I thought the Mamoa one was pretty dope. Uh, I if I was going to come and hang out with us. Uh, that one I showed you, obviously, the Hyundai one. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other one I thought was really hilarious. The Bill Murray
0: Jeep one yes. I did thoroughly enjoy. I, I watched about half of the broadcast, Yeah, watched the halftime show, and then was pretty much done. Yeah, um, We're not I was wait. furious. I turned it off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, one of these older guys, one of these old members came in like Tuesday. And he's like, "You watch Super Bowl ass time show," and I'm like, I, <laughs> "I knew you would say something about it because he's, he's he's one of those guys. Like, he's one I think I told you about. Is like he's played in, as a musician and like all these bands like played for James Brown, played for the Gap Band, all that way back in the day. He's an old, older white guy. Like, it's, I think
0: my favorite post meme was um, moms at last year's Super Bowl or like it was basically like. Adam Levine and they're all like, "Oh my god!" Like losing their shit, and then it's you know, J Lo and Shakira, and they're like, "This is horrible! <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck?"
1: Yeah, yeah, that was funny.
0: I did a great job of describing that meme.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other one? I was, what was the other commercial? I was just thinking of, like, it just popped into my head, and it's gone now. Okay.
0: Malone. Well, then perhaps we should move right along. Yeah. It was an okay Super Bowl.
1: Oh, post Malone
0: didn't see that one. He's like perhaps you can show it to me.
1: It's so good. It's so ridiculous because like they go to like the inner body and everybody that's like inside of him, they're all tattooed open you know, have face tattoos. It's so stupid but it's so good. it's you will like I'll show it to you. Okay. And I only mentioned that because apparently they are going to be releasing a video soon but they have I, I watched some footage of Ozzy performing his song with him for the first time. At a little, mm-hmm. I think it was American music Awards or something, or might've been somewhere was else. It the Grammys was, it, I don't know if it was the Grammys. I don't think so, but uh-huh. you know, it was dope. And, um, apparently post will be here soon. And Ozzy's going to be in Columbia in June. So, uh,
0: you know, well, okay,
1: keep, keep, um, keep an ear out in case we decide to go do that.
0: You know, any, any other TV related thoughts? Um, Cause if not, we'll do a brief little oh. music segment, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Cause Alter- it is one o'clock in the morning.
1: Oh shit! Altered Carbon's coming back, and so is um Ozark into the Ozark's I in saw March.
0: Anthony Mackie is now a part of Altered Carbon. Was he in the first season?
1: Yes, I believe he was. The very he kind of kind of comes in at the very end. Okay.
0: I didn't watch. Perhaps I should catch up. Mm-hmm. So. It's a little slim pickings first part of the year. Like I said, there's some stuff mid February. I'm very excited about. It's like mm. in the weeks to come, but mainly we're excited for the Oscars coming up. I'll
1: go ahead and put but, my money on it. 1917, Best Picture. I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll do that.
0: Okay. So, as has been basically the discussion for the last uh, last several weeks, it's 1917 versus Parasite. I have Parasite down as my my preferred pick. You have 1917. 1917. So we shall see how it all shakes out on Sunday. One last thing I'm looking forward to. I'm just going to reveal this to you on the podcast. I'm not bragging. I don't want you to be upset. It's just something that's happening. Okay. In September, I'm going to Chicago. I'm going to a little thing called Riot Fest. Do you know why I'm going to Riot Fest?
1: Don't you he's, sit he's there. Gr- he's grimacing. Don't you sit there and tell me about you going to Riot Fest. I don't want to fucking do it.
0: <laughs> you could get a ticket. I could. Or you could go to the Midtown Music Festival in Atlanta, Georgia. We're from Georgia. We're not. It's a line from Men Tights.
1: What part of Georgia are you from? <laughs> I ain't quite figured that part out yet.
0: Okay. Did you guess it?
1: <laughs> who are you gonna go see Noah? Who's who's at Riot Fest? My Chemical Romance. <laughs> you. I asked you if you want to go to Osaka. You couldn't even bother to tell me about Chicago and Riot Fest. I did. I
0: Thanks. didn't know that this was a possibility. I was gifted a ticket. My buddy Tim, who lives in Chicago, bought two tickets and surprised me with one. So, all I have to do is get myself up there. Oh, good. Good for <laughs> you. Good for you. Yeah.
1: Also, hey, Tim. Fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you. I introduced this kid to that band, okay? I'm sorry. I love you, Tim. And now he
0: buys the tickets. I know. He's he beautiful.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So, that's happening. You can still buy a ticket. I think Barham's going to buy a ticket. and Go.
1: To Chicago. Yeah. Okay.
0: The Windy City. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm going to. It's what they tell me. <laughs> it's, hey,
0: it's just what they tell me. I don't know.
1: Watch out for that man in true. the white. Oh never... the, Is it the man in, in the white castle? What? Is it the man, the
0: in, the man white... in the white castle? What is the it? High
1: castle? No, it what? the the book the H H Holmes thing. The man in the white tower. Devil in the white city. White city. That's it. Watch out for that devil in the white city.
0: Was that Chicago?
1: <laughs> He would—he killed everybody at the Chicago World's Fair. I thought it was the New York World's Fair. No, it was Chicago, right on the riverbanks. Because he set up the house to where people would want to stay. Because it was like, oh, shit, it's Chicago World's Fair. we got to stay here. Well, you never checked out. We
0: are not ending this podcast by <laughs> talking I talk about H.H. Holmes.
1: Yeah. Well, much like H.H. Holmes, Noah, you stabbed me in the back when I least expected it no I was, seriously that's awesome i'm taking two weeks to go to florida this year i'm going the last week of april first week of may if i have pto after that at any point i might try and do that but i think i'll just one up you guys and just go to atlanta and just do my own thing you, you can, should yeah tell you about how much better the show was there you
0: should try and get tickets now are they is very it, soon
1: nothing new is it just old stuff they're going back and doing nothing
0: they're not dropping anything new right they might, after all this is said and done, but, uh... No, man, About There's just town. a fucking great set, set What do you care? The boys are back in town! Yeah. Not in our town. But, I swear to God, know. Noah, if you call me <laughs> like you called Barum
1: and say, Gavin, guess what, you're not Gavin. I will, I will be here waiting on you when you get home. All right. But I seriously hope you do have a great time. I'm going to forget that you're going. You're going to remind me again, and I'm going to get just as mad later on, so it is what it is. <laughs> okay.
0: Um... Well, I guess we should ride out on some MCR. Yeah, sure. What's the most aggressive?
1: No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I guess it's so like you're teasing about. me that you're fucking going and I'm not. Might as well.
0: All right. Well, yeah. until no, 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 next time.
1: I've been Noah and I've been good I mean
0: Gavin. We've been the Blanchard Brothers, and this has been the Arc of E podcast. To me, thanks for listening. What I
1: have to be, these kids are after me, after you. Gravity, (laughs) we're not doing that one,
0: okay? Moving right along, all right, till next time. Uh, post Oscars, we'll be back next week. And uh, oh, also, Gavin is gonna reveal his top 20 favorite films of the decade. He was a little upset that he wasn't on the episode in the first place. Mm -hmm. We're going to correct that. He's not really that upset. He didn't say a word about it. I said, hey, you want to do your top 20 next week? And he was was like,
1: like, oh, yeah, I got to go back to the computer and get them all printed So we will
0: have a post-Oscar wrap-up and Gavin's top 20 of the 2010s next week.
1: Going to be wicked smart. Going to be wicked fun. As
0: promised. Yes. Okay. Can't wait. So... Now we're done. I don't know if this is a bumper me or if it's you know, maybe we already not on a nod. Just
1: no, no. Just give me a shot to remember. All right, you can take all, all right. the pain away from me. I mean, <laughs> all right. I gallons of the stuff. <laughs> <laughs>